The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! We're live? Yeah, we're holy, live. Holy shit, dude. I know. We're in the bunker, dude. We <laughs> the bunks, dude. Archie Bunker, dude. <laughs> we're we are uh okay guys, it's it's a it's a Wednesday. It is March twenty-fifth. Uh we are mid apocalypse. Um Yes. Yeah, this is gnarly, dude. Um full disclosure, Bobby uh Bobby's has an office in a building. Um, that is reminiscent of a <laughs> Buffalo Bills kill room in fucking Silence of the Lambs. I know. Dude. If, if there was a couple of meat hooks hanging <laughs> yeah, off of the dude. ceiling here, this place would be so perfect. Did you pay extra for the Cenobite? Or does I, that come with, with the oh, lease? Oh, no. No, that comes with the lease. Um, that's actually my property manager. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's, 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 he's all right. You know what? He's handy. He is handy. handy. Oh, pinhead. I know. It's weird. His hands are buzzsaws. (laughs) It's perfect. There's so much woodwork to do. Um, Do you want to tell everybody who we are and what's Um, going on? Do we know what's going on? We don't really know what's going on, but I can tell you this is our first midweek apocalypse kind of uh, hump day. Handsome boy. Update. Handsome boy. Whiskey reel interlude. Yeah, some. It's an interlude. It's an interlude. It's a yeah. It's um, an intermezzo. We're bored as shit. <laughs> Are you? Um, so we were thinking, <laughs> hey, let's give these kids an extra, you know, forty-five minutes an hour yeah. of uh, content. We got the time. Get together. We'll. There was a little new music that came out this week, so I think we're going to chat about that just a touch. Um, obviously, do what we always do, which is just give you guys an update about what's going on with the handsome boys. Um, you know, the, directly across from me to my rightish. I mean, he's veering, veering right, much like much like his penis. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> see, I go left. Are you a lefty? I think that uh, I think that righties veer left and lefties veer right. Oh, interesting. Because for thirty years you've been working your shit in one steady direction. You know what? It just doesn't feel right if it's at the other side. Like you, you can know? work with it, but it's definitely not okay. Masturbating with your left hand. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's just jump. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the stranger. No, it isn't. Because no, it's the acquaintance. It's, <laughs> it's not the friend. It's my step cousin. It's the step. It's your 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 uh, on the spectrum step cousin. I, something yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. Something like that. Well, uh, I got Bob. I got Bobith Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises uh, re- regaling you with his his dulcet tones. Yeah, present and, and accounted for. Yeah, dude. Um, My name is uh, Aaron Antonio Branderis of the Roan Branderises. Yes. You know what we do here. Uh, these are this is the handsome boys. Um, our our number three guy is busy doing what he's doing, and quite frankly, this was kind of an 
a little impromptu get together y let's just do something before we go insane uh, right. podcast yes. um, that we're doing for you guys. So hopefully you're going to enjoy this because we have no fucking idea what we're doing, more so than usual. What have you been doing with your downtime? How are you adjusting? Ooh. I mean, obviously you go to work during the day. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm one of the have to. few the proud, right, that get to go I'm, to work. I'll go so far as to say you're essential personnel. I would like to think of myself as such. Um, yeah. Right now we're in the middle of a... Um, our third restaurant's build-out is happening as as I speak. It's day two of demolition, so um, we're doing that. So we're, we're like I said on Sunday, we've got our ga- foot on the pedal, um, the accelerator, and we're, we're making it happen, Captain. But, um, and then you've been busy doing what you do on the, you know, getting people set up for the imminent fucking <laughs> d- dissolving yeah, of society. Um, <laughs> it's been kind of fascinating. Uh, getting, What's going on? What are you hearing like from businesses? Um, well, I mean, everyone is trying to do kind of business as usual to the best of their ability, you know, whilst still being responsible and accommodating to kind of the new, you know, way we do business, which is right. staying the fuck away from each other, yeah. wash your hands, sneeze into your elbow or whatever. I don't know what's going on, um, which I take very seriously. I don't want to like no, too much by, light of it. I mean, like, obviously we're trying to do this. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have looked at what the projected numbers could be by Easter, but it's pretty grim. I, I Full disclosure, and I'm not going to disclose who, and I haven't even told Bobby this, but I do personally know, I just got word this morning of somebody that's been diagnosed. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're currently at our hospital right now. Right. Here. So, it, which we knew. We talked about that on mm-hmm. Sunday. You'd have to be a fool to think people were walking around Of course. Um, so it is here. It is close. It's, it's, it's right here. So... Um, so yeah, we knew this as we speak. New York hasn't even hit its zenith of outbreak yet. It's still climbing. Yeah, it's, they are fucked. I think they said something like forty percent potentially their right. numbers could could be infected. Forty yeah. percent of New York. Right. right. That's fucking balls, dude. Think about that. Dude. Yeah. Um, scary as fuck. It's super scary stuff. Obviously. Uh, the the huge majority of people do recover from this. Yeah, the huge yeah, yeah, majority, yeah, yeah. in fact, the the majority of people don't even get necessarily symptomatic. Um, but that's actually not the best thing in the world, I guess. For yeah, because you're, you're you're just walking around infecting everybody, you, and you don't know any different. You know, you like, know? Um, dude, something I didn't even tell you about this either. Something was super cool that I ran across actually via World Star. Yes, I partake in world star you it's, do it's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine um, i think it's adorable it's so cute uh <laughs> they had stephen king went on twitter did you see this no. stephen king went i follow twi- stephen king on twitter that's weird i haven't seen it whoa he did an audio reading of the eighth chapter of the stand yep now if you guys are not familiar with the stand it is uh, it, i mean where do you begin with that book number one it's one of the best pieces of like horror fiction that's probably ever been written in my opinion it's a long book it's 14 the the unabridged version is a monster yeah um but in the so the the premise of the stand um it's basically a classic tale of good versus evil by the end of it the way that that gets achieved is there is something called the super flu um, the super flu then takes out something like 98% of the population in the book. He does a reading live on Twitter 
of that chapter. Oh. And it is in much Stephen King fashion, super creepy. But it's talking about how, you know, John and, you know, John and uh, Jane DeRosa are on vacation with their kids. And they didn't really realize that Hector was very sleepy. And they commenced to give a death sentence to seven people at the fucking Denny's. And and then he he does it the way he does it. But it's basically the, the beginning of the super flu. Right. And the way he reads it and kind of how how prescient um, uh, in regards to what we're going through. And now, obviously, that is a exponentially more deadly... I mean, the super flu in the book kills everybody but special people. Yes. Like, and those special people end up splitting up into good and evil factions that fight each other. Um, but in the beginning, it's just... it's It, it has like a four-day fucking span and just levels you and you die. Right. Um, but it was amazing how he tied started tying all the webs together because I forgot I haven't read I haven't read it in twenty years. Um, it was really fucking scary, dude. Yeah, and this might not be the, the time to revisit that book. I know. Don't read that. Don't watch Outbreak. Don't watch or Contagion. Contagion. Yeah. Um, and definitely don't read The Stand right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no Mother Abigail out there. Yeah. Waiting dude. for us. Yeah. No. No. So, no. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Obama's we've got, out of office. Yeah, we've got, we've got Uncle we've got Uncle Trumpy. Maybe it's Michelle Obama. Is, you know, is Michelle Abigail. Obama Mother Abigail? She might be. We don't know. <sighs> okay, so I, we got really political last week, and I'm not going to get super political. But if Michelle Obama would run right now, just say fuck it, done. I'm in. Done. It's a wrap, right? Done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, and it's not because she's any better or worse than anybody else. It's simply a matter of fact of we being who we are tend to and you 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 touched upon this probably a month ago where you get this kind of malaise of a current administration so that next person up to bat has a tendency to be a lot more attractive to voters definitely now if you bring in the power of her having that last name and who she was when she was in office when she was helping um and how competent she's been and how little missteps she's ever made in her entire life like she might be the cleanest whistle in the book. Hillary's got dirt. Everybody's Boy, got dirt. Michelle still gets her ass handed to her, though, well, besides, by the idiots. Right, I mean, because it's they unbelievable. Think she's trans? I don't know what they're fucking Like, they honestly, is. I mean, that's a whole faction. Like, there's the birthers, and yeah. there's the, they're convinced she's a man. I've never seen it's a crazy. human being take so much shit for wearing sleeveless dresses and wanting kids to not eat fucking pizza sugar. every day and sugar you know right? what i mean yeah, yeah that was no, her... she's a horrible person what a she, what a horrible she, fucking woman she doesn't want she she wants you know? a garden in the white house and she doesn't want fat kids running around what right a piece of shit. what a piece of shit what a piece of i've shit. always just loved her to death um i, th- I think I, I again she's never been vetted like a president would be vetted no but, no, but don't you think within the context of the last 12 years somebody would have dug up something on her? you would think i mean something real something real not her, there's not, not she's just really a man yeah. Or whatever anybody says. She's part of the... I mean, who knows? They could all be part of the giant cabal of fucking Illuminati, and we would never know anyway. So Yeah, I mean, for who sure. Knows? Who knows? Not that that's true, but I'm just They could saying. summer on Epstein Island, for all we know. Oh, 100%, but like, dude. But, you know... She I, might work the front I have desk a weird on Epstein feeling. Island. I have a weird feeling they don't. <laughs> I think I think they're straight. Do you like, think you should get Hervé Velichez to be the host of Epstein Island? Um, would that work? Or did we just lose him a couple years ago? Yeah, we did. Did we lose Hervé? Probably Hervé, dude. God, God I would have loved to have partied what with that fucker. guy. What a fucker. He had a good run, though, I man. bet you he laid down some serious midget dick, dude. You think so? Oh, I bet he was slaying people, dude. Yeah. He yeah. had a... Dude, that guy was like one of the most famous people in the world. He was. He was like as famous as a guy. Yeah. As, I think that the there's the scene in Ted where Ted goes on The Tonight Show 
and he's walking out and Johnny Carson's like looking around the desk because he's so short. Oh, I right. think that's actually a Hervé Villachez That's a thing. bit? Yeah. That's a bit? That'd so I think, I think they overlaid Ted on oh, top of Hervé Villachez. That's brilliant. Because they actually had Johnny Carson. You know, it, like it was. Yeah. It was right. a, It was definitely a clip right. from the Johnny Carson show. Oh, it wasn't amazing. CGI. It wasn't. Yeah. Now you can't imagine. You can't do that anymore. You, there's no way you could get away with that. What if fucking that. Peter Dinklage came walking out and fucking Jimmy Fallon played the fucking. Dude, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> all huge, right? Jesus Christ. We're such pusses. I don't know. At this point, uh, I think Fallon might do anything for a view. For a laugh. From what I understand, oh, that my. guy's falling apart. Yeah. Well, dude. He's, His viewership's gone to shit. And, did, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How do you have a band like fucking? How do you how do you have the roots as your house band and fuck that up? I know. I mean, I, just saying. I used to really, really love that show. I I've never. I'm but, not. A, I'm not a late night guy. I just. I'm I not either. Into but it yeah, at all, ever. I mean, I, I grew think, up with that stuff. Well, or I, dude, you and I grew up with her. I mean, believe it or not, Arsenio Hall was one of the biggest things on the planet. That show, the In Living Color Years and Arsenio Hall Years, where I'm from. Everybody watched Arsenio Hall right. every single night, and that was a big time. That was that was Letterman. Yeah, uh, uh, obviously Leno. I think was just starting. Yeah, to take I think over. Leno like, just started, was, and yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, there was some big boys out. Famously, there. got that job instead of Gary Shandling. I think. Yeah, somebody was, that, that was time, a weird. All that talk show but war Joan, shit. Wasn't Joan Rivers had her own? show? And then show? Rivers had her own show, short lived. Yeah. Chevy Chase got one Ooh, at some God, point. Yeah. That was apparently rough. He had a giant fish over the fucking desk. Yeah, the whole thing was. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's coked. Oh, can dude. you imagine the coke dude, in that the world? In, a, in that studio, Woo! in the Chevy Chase studio. I bet it was all right. Everybody was blowed out. It's <laughs> better than the shitty crap we could hear. Anyway, uh, but uh, I, just, I wouldn't know. All right, I hear. So <laughs> we're drinking what we told you about on Sunday, guys. Oddly enough, see, we're consistent. We are. We, we know continuity. Uh, we know how to read. Uh, so we got press premium alcohol seltzer. We talked about a little bit on Sunday, as you guys well know. Right now we're enjoying the lime and uh, lemongrass. It has four flavors in the 12er. It's got blackberry hibiscus, which is my favorite. Um, pi- uh, pomegranate ginger and grapefruit cardamom. Um, really well made stuff. It's not the cheapest seltzer out there, and rightfully so. Um, it's really well made though. And it's only 4%. This is what I like about this too. It's only 4%. I know we were drinking Steamworks bubble stuff. That's got an elevated alcohol for a seltzer. Yeah. This though, you honestly could drink four or five of these. And yeah, you're going to cop a tiny buzz. But you're not going to get sloppy drunk on this stuff. Like we should have a content. How many seltzers would it take for us to black out? Holy do you, shit. Do you think we die of fucking, what's that called when you get too much water in your body? Yeah, you would overhydrate before Is that anemia? You... Uh, what is it? Anemia? Uh, no. Um, God shit. damn it. I know. Motherfucker. See, that's where that one guy would come in handy. He'd probably know. He, would he? I, I don't, don't know. know. Or he'd get uh, on his phone, which I'm not going to do because I'm not Sean. I'm not that guy. So, the, uh, yeah. so there. I don't want to hear shit about the quality of this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're self-produced. We're self-produced. <laughs> I'll do it live. Fuck it. I'll do it live. Yeah, do it live. Um, but um, the the press is legit, man. It's like 1650-ish, a 12-er. Um, with, like I said, not the cheapest yeah. seltzer out there. But damn, man, it really is bang for your buck. If you're going to drink these things, you might as well enjoy them and if you're gonna drink with the sun out this is a really really good option dude right you know right this is daytime bubbles dog um super good they're not as acidic as most of the other offerings at all um it's got like a 
I think like a touch more sugar, like a gram or something like that. It does because um, the, the hard. So if you're an old white lady, out. you know, then this might not be your seltzer <laughs> if you're worried about that extra gram of sugar. But uh, uh, yeah, little uh, tiny, uh, like you know, these are four percent alcohol. They're a little lower octane than some of the other seltzers that you know can can actually get you drunk. And I'm not saying this, you know, can't get you drunk because no, I'm sure it can. It would just take a fucking metric shit ton to really yeah, put a huge yeah. dent. Ounce um, of vodka in here, though. You know what I mean? Now, now, now you're cooking with gas, buddy. <laughs> Throwing it out to chin. Just saying, pub. Um, well, I've told that story. Yeah, like, the have. first time I got seltzers, I was like, well, these can't make me drunk. <laughs> so I'm going to add. I'm going to turn it into a... I'm going to put a... I'm going to go ahead and put an ounce of Tangeray in, everyone. When you're putting... <laughs> An alcoholic mixer in your alcohol. Yeah. That's where you've achieved a special status of shit bag. For sure. And that's yes. the night I got in the fight with that stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> For telling me what to do. <laughs> that was probably the derivation of garage selfies, huh? <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was the beginning, dude. Um, but we're, we're, we're here on a Wednesday, like I said. We all know what we're going through right now. Um, things are continuing to get stranger and stranger in our little town. I will say there's some wonderful business owners in our town that are contributing to the, to the, um, community and doing community outreach. Um, I know at our place we're offering like free slices to industry people cause they're out of work. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying, so we're literally feeding people that have no jobs for free because that's how strongly we believe in the community and the people in it. Um, it, it, I, I, like I said, we, I keep harboring back to this, but, and I haven't really talked to any of my friends in big cities. I quite frankly don't even want to kind of bother them right now and go, what's it like there? You know, and do that. Thing. Well, because you know what it's like there. I, I know what it's like there. Like their stress level has got to be way more elevated than what we're doing. Dude, with. we're walking around. Like you still. and I are sitting here at three forty six on a Wednesday. Yeah, having a great time. Yeah, we're drinking Celtics in the bunker, dude. We're isolated in the bunker. We're literally in the in a bunker right now. You know, we're sixteen you feet underground. Hundred percent, dude. Of course, dude. You know, there's four four foot fucking concrete walls surrounding us. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you gotta roll. When the National Guard shows up, <laughs> they won't even know. Good luck, motherfucker. Good luck, dude. They're gonna be standing right above us. You know, you send them. You send in the Cenobite, dude. This is gonna be like <laughs> Day of the Dead. <laughs> well, we what if we we bring in a casting uh, and we go outside and it's fires and riots oh. and we don't know what's going on. <gasps> we walk right into it, dude. Oh, yeah. That'd be so well, I told you my screenplay idea. Yeah. Don't say it, dude. No, I'm not going to say it out loud. It's a good one, though. I think it's fun. I think it's a good one. I think you and I, within a half a seltzer, uh, worked through a couple parts on that as well and fine-tuned it. Well, and not only that, but determine who the fuck we're going to be in this. Oh, my God. you got to do that. And we already know who's who's gonna write it. He's, yeah, no, we've already got a screenwriter. Yeah, for I think sure. he's on board. I think he's. Like, well, what's he gonna do? Well, I mean, it's kind of autobiographical in a weird way. <laughs> it totally is. I think he gets to write his own story. <laughs> How many people get to do that, <laughs> dude? No, but but we're we're trying to make fucking you know we're trying to make fucking uh, what is chicken it called? chicken salad out chicken, of chicken, chicken shit? shit. Yeah, that's a perfect way. When to say life it. gives you AIDS. Make lemonades. Make lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of situation. That, that is the situation. That's where we're at. You know what I'm finding? We talked about this. We were joking around talking about our th- our, our other partner and how... Um, Oof, I what's don't know it? if I like that, yeah, that that's phrasing. Weird that's phrasing. God, too. that made me feel uncomfortable as soon as I said it. <laughs> um, so, uh, not because it was gay. Um, 
<clears throat> I'm just wondering now with all of us kind of home-ridden and in and, and full disclosure, I don't know by the time you hear this, it may have already gone to effect, but we're, we're our little tiny town. Uh, we do have a couple cases uh, that are confirmed and we're probably a second or two away from shelter in place, which I'm still unclear. That's really not going to affect us too much because we're already been acting like that. It feels like in town. I think so too. The restaurants have all done the right thing now. Um, people are staying indoors. I can get a parking space anywhere. It's kind of awesome. Um, so people aren't out and about because there's nothing to do in our town. Our town is built around doing stuff like going to restaurants and bars mm -hmm. and, and I mean, and going to plays and going to movie theaters and all of our stuff involves going out to another place to do. Obviously we still have the outdoors, but I mean, today is beautiful. Yesterday was cold as shit. We're not at the point yet where we could just spend all day at the park. No, it's just too damn cold still for that. So we're kind of literally just quarantining ourselves. So I don't know what that shelter in place is going to do for us per se. I know for cities, it was a big deal. Well, um, yeah. Like, that's I, a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's not enforceable, right? Like, they're not going to be the sheltered police walking around. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, I guess if you think about it, it's one of those things that's like it's not super enforceable. I don't think the police are going to be walking around picking up, you know. This might be a really good opportunity for them to, like, start, you know, really busting heads on the homeless guys, I guess. But I guess. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you but, mentioned that. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen a whole lot Which of Which is crazy. Because yeah. Durango famously has, we're very tolerant of the homeless population. That's not an indictment. It, it just is what it is. Um, but we're extremely tolerant and very forgiving of our homeless community here. I have. I mean, I haven't also been out as much, granted. But dude, even just going to and from work and to and from the store... Not a lot, dude. No. I've seen maybe yeah. one, and usually there there's like one person that would appear to be homeless every two blocks. For sure. For the most part. And where do you think? Do you think they're all up at the shelter? Do you think? You know, maybe so. What's going I don't on? Know. Do you think we rounded them up on a bus and shipped them to Probably Bayfield or something? Some sort of weird homeless eugenics <laughs> situation. Uh, they were probably injected with coronavirus. Oh. And then, uh, you know, we got to get antibodies from somewhere. <laughs> so, oh, my God, dude. We're, we're, we're farming homeless people for I, oh. coronavirus antibodies? That's so part of that That is so play. part of that That's play. going in the screenplay. You guys have no That's idea. Act. That's act two. That is act two, dude. Yeah. It might be like human centipede. You need, you need three of them, dude. You need three of them. Um, that's so bad. Uh, what? I saw, um, did we, oh, did I talk about that on Sunday? Did I, did we talk about Invisible Man a little bit, right? Um, a little bit. I haven't watched it yet. That's actually yeah. on my list for either tonight uh, or tomorrow. Oh my Lord, dude. I finished it. Honestly, we, we could talk about what? The Hunt. Ooh. Because we've both touched on that. Okay. Should we table what? Invisible Man? Table Invisible Man. Because I think Man. I'll watch that. But we'll what, talk about that Sunday. What I'm going to say is. Oh yeah, please. What The one thing I'm going to go, if you haven't seen it, by all me spend whatever they want to charge you streaming. When I tell you this is one of the best horror movies, you've had Hereditary, Get Out, Us. Um, in the last like two years, I, there's probably one or two that are escaping my mind right now. This is on par with the best horror that's been made in several years. That's exactly what I've heard. Amazing. The directorially, uh, it's amazing. Elizabeth Moss is fucking amazing. It is I've never been anxious watching an empty frame well, of a right, movie. Right, It is jarring. Uh, go watch it, by the way. But yeah, what did you think about your girlfriend? What's oh, her name, by the way, the actress? Betty Gilpin. I, now, what else has she done? 
So, like, you the were... first time I think I saw Betty Gilpin... Because I don't remember... ...was that. Nurse Jackie. Okay. And she played kind of a, like, snotty, bitchy uh, hospital administrator okay. type. There's a scene in that show where she walks in and just, just disrobes. Right. And that was, like, made me notice her a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bobby what what I think what Bobby means is when I asked him who this girl was, I think you described her as oh, she's all tits. I mean <laughs> and that's funny too because I'm not I'm not a boob guy. You're not a boob guy? In general, no. I'm not like a boob guy. I'm, I'm not like, like like boobs are not my thing. So it's either it they're great when they're great or when yeah, like Like for instance, I was married. Right. Um for the you know, like large majority of my relationship with my ex-wife, you know, she was an A cup. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. With like kind of a roundish butt, a little curvy, but yeah. but didn't have a but whole A-cup. lot going on. Right. I, but loved it. I loved you it. You loved it. I was like, man, you're perfect. I think this is amazing. Awesome. She went out, got the surgery. Right. How, to, what went, was her cup? Kind of went to like a kind of a biggish C kind of situation. Whoa, Jesus, right. That's pretty aggressive for it me. It was super aggressive. Yeah. Um, when we brought her home from that, sit, then I was like, oh, oh, those things are kind of fun. These are great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, they can be. But yeah, so when, when yeah, when I first saw Betty Gilpin, and I, that, it, I don't want to like talk about her tits the whole time. She's a really fucking good actress. Uh, I've never she's s- funny as shit. I've uh, never Glow. seen her before. Oh, if she's you, in Glow. She's, uh, she's Liberty Bell. She's the other chick, yes. She's Liberty Bell in That's Glow. That's where I've seen her. And she okay. is Fantastic on that. She's the best. I think other than Mark Maron, my old boyfriend. Right, right. uh, (laughs) Friend of the podcast. She's great. She's fantastic in that show. She's kind of the emotional. I think more so even than Alison Brie's character. She's kind of the emotional weight of it because it's her. She's going through the divorce. Right. She's the one dealing with her kids. She's the one. You know what I mean? It's her character arc There's I think, a lot kind more of defines level. that show. There's a lot more levels to her. In so when show, I right. when I saw this trailer, because I don't think I've ever actually seen her in a movie before. No, I don't even know what no. her film career has been thus far. You. Couldn't tell you. And I have no idea who directed it, what Mm-mm. the deal with this was. It, I know it got released and then delayed or pulled or there, something happened. There was a hullabaloo um, about this prior, and this was just on the cusp of the whole apocalypse starting. Yeah, right. Um, and it was mostly to do with because, let's be honest, you know, and look, Bobby and I are both probably, uh, you can, we're very much more liberal than we are the other way. I mean, I don't know if you can classify me that specifically, but what had happened was when it came out, it would cause such a furor because the media is 90% liberal media. Yeah. So, and that's what this movie makes fun of. About yeah, the definitely. ridiculousness of SJWs and woke, um, brilliantly. So I yes, thought, um, definitely. I thought it was. I, I mean, what did you think about? I mean, so uh, so what I think really pissed people off about this movie is that it had the audacity to humanize people that we look down on as uh, uh, rednecks, these kind of rednecky, deplorable. which is kind of stupid. Yeah. Because it makes plenty of fun of all sides. It really does. It makes fun of them too. You know, but no side they present good. a very realistic, fun—well, not realistic, but a very fun um, 
uh, a character that just so happens to be from, I think she was from, I can't remember where they even Tennessee said she was from, Tennessee or, some or something like that. Arkansas. You know, like shit. Arkansas is where supposedly was oh, taking okay. place, yeah, no, but like it wasn't. But she's Southern, for but sure. But she's a Southern girl. Yeah. Maybe even a Carolina girl, but I don't remember. Yeah. Because um, I was, it was late when I watched it, and I loved it. Ooh, um, wow. First of all, she she has some of the funniest um, facial <laughs> She's tics. Great. And reactions to stuff. Fucking great. Where I was like, I was lying in bed with my comatose girlfriend. (laughs) She was completely passed out. I'm listening on my earphones through Bluetooth. I'm laughing so fucking hard that I have to like, I I had to stop like shaking the bed. Because every time Betty Gilpin like would make those weird, like there's a moment in the basement and we're not, we're not, I'm not going to get spoilery, but where the like National Guard guy is lying there on the floor. Oh, right, right, right. And she makes this face. That it fucking killed me so hard <laughs> that I—I I mean, I was laughing so fucking hard because it's so perfect and so beautiful. And usually, like you—and it's get, weird. Too. Yeah, it's very weird. She did one—the one that pops out to mind, which was one of the funniest moments for me. Um, so it's basically the 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 most dangerous game. It's it's that, but taken from the view that the bad guys are the left and the good guys are the right. Even yeah. though that's not really kind what of like happens. super elitist liberals yeah. gather and, up and, a bunch of yokels and, get me, get, don't get and me just r- hunt them. Don't get me wrong. As a liberal, couldn't decide who I hated more in the movie. Oh, I know. They were so unlikable, the left, and they were so over the top woke. And I know there's people out there like that. And that's why they got mad at the movie. Definitely. But there was a moment in the gas station. Oh, you and you know the moment right before the 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 opening credit rolls, where she does something to an old lady, and she fucking calls her out on something, and the, her her expression <laughs> was fucking so funny, dude. Like it really is. I didn't know. I was horrified, and it was horrifying and funny all at the same time. They it, did a great job. With it's it. one of the most impressive physical roles. And I'm not just talking about action shit. Right. And she kills that too. Oh, she kills it. I mean, if she shows up as that character in John Wick 4. Oh, like, you're buying it. I'm you're, in. You're fucking yeah, you're in. That's yeah. awesome. That'd it, be a great that whoa, that's a great idea. They need to <laughs> they need to really think but, about her going forward as like some sort of mission impossible. Oh my god, like, dude. Like, cause she's a badass. And beyond dude. just like her action chops, just her her physical comedy, her yeah. physical acting, yeah. when she's, she's in pain. Oh yeah. Everything she did was she, really, really well done. I was blown away and man. the swank I did a great job swank was awesome in it she pulled that role off oh, which had she, to be weirdly uncomfortable for someone she, like swank and she looked great yeah she really like, did we've we've bombed on old swanky in the past i think we've called but her equine equine yes yeah, she's a little <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> um old, old hillary dressage <laughs> uh, old carrots and oats uh, but but she looked fucking phenomenal. No, she looked great. Um, and there was some there was some very good character actor moments of people that you will definitely recognize. Uh, what's her name was in it? Emma Roberts was in it for a heartbeat, um, which we won't tell you about. We won't tell you about that, but it was awesome. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the handsome kid that my girlfriend is in love with from This Is Us. I don't know. I've never seen. Yeah, this show. I would love to tell you I haven't, but I've seen them all. Oh, great. And. 
I've probably cried to that show 47 times? anywhere from <laughs> 25 to 32 what, times. Can I ask you something now that we're talking about that? What is the allure to that show? Because it's obviously well tear-inducing. So there's two different allures. Okay. Okay. So there's the allure that that show has for uh, middle-aged women. I get that. That's different. What's the other one? It's every single man in that show, they try to give them a flaw, but then again, they're also all perfectly amazing and beautiful, and and, uh, that guy's the best father that's like humanly imaginable, (laughs) and he's the cutest like son, like humanly imaginable. The other guy just, you you know what I mean? Like, sure. it's, It's housewife porn. Wow, got it. Like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. What about the fat chick? Um, she's awesome. Great actress. Okay. I love her. No, I'm just saying. Um, What's the like? Uh, she's really, really talented. She's really, really uh, I've, funny. I've literally. Never I wish seen they the would show. let her flex her kind of comedic chops in that show a little bit more because it doesn't seem like she a funny gets to show. be the. It can be. There's moments when it's actually. Uh, I can't remember the, the 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 black guy's name that plays Randall, but he's fucking hilarious when he wants to be. Okay. Um, when the script allows. It just um, seems like it's a setup, like it's a contrived it, tearjerker. It, there's a lot of that. Okay. There really is, but it really works. Um, hey man, it must work. It's, got it's a well written show. It's got a ton of. I was so anti. <laughs> When it was first presented to me, I was yeah, like, okay. Not, yeah. <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> All right. And then the next thing I know, like three hours later, I'm like, no, no, it's fine, babe. Play the next one. No, play the next one. It's okay. Play the next one. It's cool. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. No, I like that you like it. Dude, that's how I was. <laughs> so I was hanging out with Rex the other week, and she put on, have you seen that Love is Blind? I haven't yet. Okay. Do you know the premise of the I, show? Kind of. I, I got so angry. Just from the premise. I was like, why is everybody okay with this? They're overlooking the entire premise of the show. The premise of the show is there's a guy in a... There's a bunch of guys living in a house, a la every reality show, and a bunch of girls living in a house. And they all have time with each other, almost like... Kind of like speed dating, but, but longer than that. And they never see each other. And then these people quote unquote fall in love after two weeks or whatever the fuck and they literally propose to each other no sir no sir fuck you dude yeah it you know what that does it's insulting to anybody that's ever had a real relationship <laughs> so it's insulting stupid. like how dare you fucking like no that's and why is everybody buying it like why did anybody think that this was real or it's so contrived and stupid Yuck. i like she was watching, but of course this is like, this is like estrogen heroin. Like <laughs> if you have ovaries, you're immediately cracked out on this show, dude. Right. Like you just see them, their eyes get wide and they get the shakes. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, it's wow. fucking, dude. This show is like cracked to women, dude. I've seen it. It's fucking crazy. And she's not a dumb woman, but she's no. buying it. I'm like. I'm like, no. you're watching this, right? But she has the same chemicals pumping through her veins that oh my God. all the other women have. You know? I, you, you think. Because she hasn't had that hysterectomy yet. 
<laughs> I mean, people talk shit, but there was a reason we gave women that operation. I'm tr- <laughs> <laughs> wow. When is a hysterectomy going to be elective surgery? God, that was such an... That, is so- that was such a Brandaris thing for me to say. <laughs> and I feel like I'm almost becoming Sean in his absence. <laughs> Don't worry. The racism's going to bubble up, guys. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it's all yeah. going to come streaming out of me now, shortly. Now that Chetty's not here, somebody's got to do the heavy racist <laughs> lifting. Um, but, uh, but, uh, anyway, I've always wanted to ask somebody about that because I've heard about that show no. forever and I know nothing about it and I kind of refuse to, I don't I've heard about it in passing a couple of times. I've seen it like on Metacritic or whatever. Yeah, and actually like the reviews of it are pretty good. It's because I think it's like, it's like anything. It's like watching fucking like that show I was telling you about earlier, that Tiger King show that is basically just taking oh. over the internet. Yeah. Um, there's so That's much, happening soon. There's so much car crash involved. You can't not watch it. Right. So I get it. And I get it. I love everybody. It, were you the guy in the lunch yard that didn't watch the fight? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Of course you watched it. You know? Sure. It, you know, you might have been uncomfortable watching it. But, dude, that sh- there's some shows out there. That it's all based on train wreck. And I get it. We're all voyeurs. And so is Tiger King like the gray gardens of the, the, dude, the 2020? Ti- <laughs> dude, Tiger King literally takes every fucking thing that you enjoy making fun of or laughing at and puts it literally in one show. Oh. It's tremendous. And right. I've been two episodes in. I know people steamrolled that entire series. Right. Um, Number one, it's true. It's all about real people. Yeah. Um. I've, you know what, and and I was saying to somebody earlier, like, of course the majority of this takes place in Florida. Of course it does. This is why I'm saying, dude, Florida almost needs to be fucking excised from the United States. Florida and Texas. Yeah, I know. Should just be And I have people in Florida that I really love. I'm sure you do. Are they from Florida, though? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, my buddy John. Hey, John Brown. I know you're going to oh, listen. Hey, he, listens, sorry, John. he listens every week. Sorry, John. Um, but you know what I mean. You live there. He lives in St. Augustine. He gets it. Where is St. Augustine? Like, he knows more about... Uh, St. Augustine is like 45 minutes out of Jacksonville. Right on the beach. Kind of a, right a, it's a shithole. Shithole, right? It's a shithole. Okay, I thought so. I, I wasn't going to say it, but I... But It's the a, weirdly biggest place I've ever been, but nothing is there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not, like, the most populous city I've ever lived right. in or been around it's or anything huge, like that. Like, it's just enormous. Weird. I mean, it's fucking enormous. <laughs> right. Dude, you fly into Jacksonville, and by the time you get to wherever you're going, and it's an hour and a half later, and you're still just in Jacksonville. Yeah, you're just still there. And you're like, I've driven by 19 Waffle Homes. That's why I call them. <laughs> waffle Homes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um it's crazy. Jacksonville's crazy. Dude, Florida's a very very I mean, you've got the Miamis, you've got I mean, I was in Orlando for Disney World, which is its own city. So it doesn't even really count. No. But um but I've been to I've just dipped my toe a little bit in Florida. Obviously, people love Key West and the Keys. I was beautiful. about to say like, like were I going to move to Florida? It would be there. I would go to the Keys. Obviously. And everybody I mean, would. Anywhere I can go where all the ex-gangsters from New Jersey Fuck yeah. all live. If I can live on a... Like, as soon as I could get a job bartending at that bar. Oh, of course. That's oh, what's up. Dude. Well, I kind of like the idea... Someone will kill me eventually. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, I like the idea But then of... you just get Dextered out into the Keys. Oh, for sure, <laughs> You know dude. what I mean? Uh, I, I love the idea of possibly owning a gun, getting a really bad drug habit, and living on a boat. 
Why do I want to do all those things? A bad it, drug habit or a great drug habit? Well, I mean, tomato, tomato. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just saying, the thought of like owning How a How is everyone in America not <laughs> super fucked up on drugs right now? Oh, by the way, yeah, let's talk about that. Because we got nothing else to talk about. So we're going to talk about that. Well, we do. Well, but we got music to talk we do, about. But and we're not we've got gonna, a couple of minutes, so we're, we're not going to do a word from our sponsor this week. And no, we're not going to even be a be a gentleman. Oh, we're going to do apocalypse survival tips. Okay, I like that. Perfect. I like that. Okay, we're going to do that for you guys. But first, uh, yeah, uh, I I've always wanted to live on a boat. I've and I looked into this. I'm going to do it in LA as well. I always thought it would be very bitching to live on a boat. Yeah. I don't know why. Is there something kind of like... No, no I mean, I think that's a male... Does everybody like, want to do that? Kind of manifest destiny kind of... Like you could just instinct. take... Like, and you could just take off. I could just go. I just go. And I'm gone. Like, gone, gone. Yep. I didn't just hit the freeway. How much gas do I have? Right. I'm and out. You're out, and you're in the middle of nowhere now. That's kind International of... International waters. It's kind of attractive. It is kind of it's attractive. It's kind of attractive. I looked into it, and it's not exactly expensive to be honest with you no it's not like super cheap but you would think it would cost more money yeah to do that right and i think more rich people die in like cessnas than they die doing that makes sense because the coast guard's always going to come find you Uh, of course of course and there's plenty of little fucking adjunct little islands all over the place like you just if you just stick the coast right right you just stick the coast you're fine dude you know dude if you just go out and find an island can you just Stick a flag in it? I don't think so. That's gone. I think those days are gone. Fucking <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> and I mean like, but I mean, I don't mean like a fucking like 30 mile, 30 square mile island. I mean, just like a piece of land in the middle of the ocean. Uh, like that, what's that jutting over there? I don't, can yeah. I, can, can is I that just, mine now? Can I just peace out on that? There's like three seagulls. Like you build a lean to <laughs> and you just chill. That sounds remarkable right yeah, now, actually. I That's know. probably the best I don't want to do it without Brooke Shields. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You'd end up eating your foot or doing something. No, I'll eat her foot. Whatever. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Dude, she's a very attractive older woman at this point. Um, Brooke Shields is probably almost 60 years old, I bet. Unbelievable. Still looks great. Unbelievable. Holding so does, up. So does what's her name? What's she's her name? a fine cheese. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's his name's ex-wife? Uh, Elizabeth. Oh my. Hurley. Was it Hurley? Oh Hurley, like Hugh Grant's. Yeah. Have you seen her? There, there's no. Uh, yeah. Yo. Yeah. What? How many? How many placentas are you eating, lady? W- what are you gonna say about that? You got forty-seven abs. You got more abs than your age. Yeah, I tried to watch uh, Hugh Grant's that gentleman thing that Sean really loved. How was it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna give it another shot. You should. It was late. Oh, okay. Um, it was Guy Ritchie though. Really, he wasn't. I back know, to but form. I mean, I mean, Guy Ritchie hasn't done anything good in no, so long. But and, was and it like, very Guy Ritchie? Uh, no. I mean, it, it was no King Arthur. It's really jarring. Um, God, we're just not getting enough media. It's really <laughs> jarring to watch Matthew McConaughey be the American like expat drug dealer guy or whatever in London. Because yeah. I like Matthew McConaughey. I like, like McCon- he, you know, McConaughey's got my heart. Um, After, but it, it didn't, yeah. it wasn't believable for me. Hmm. Um, I thought that Hunnam... Uh, you hate him I so hate much. I hate him so God, much. You hate Fuck, I hate him so you much. You hate that kid so much. What is it with that fucking guy, I don't know. I got no use for him. He's pretty. 
He's pretty. But I got no use for I his got ass. No use for you, <laughs> I got nothing for you, Chuck. <laughs> I'll take a fat Colin Farrell over yeah, you. Yeah. Oh my god. Son. Oh, Colin Farrell's great. I hear he's great in yeah, it. Yeah, the the limited part that I saw right. Colin Farrell in, he was great. Hugh Grant's great in it. Okay. Um but, but the movie is overall I was just like, God damn it, dude. Like I was really looking for I don't to know. It. And, and and it might be amazing. Okay. The first time I tried to watch Rock and Roll, I wasn't blown away. Oh wow! But as since, and it's now it's become a cult. Uh, it's become like yeah. maybe my favorite Guy Ritchie movie yeah, outside of Lockstock. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, it's Rock hard and Roll to be- is Rock and Roll is right behind One A One B on Lockstock. I think I mean. so too. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. But no, fucking yeah, I, we got that on Bobby's thing. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we do. We got a lot of fun stuff. Uh, uh, but yeah, we'll probably take a break. We're going to come back and yeah. talk about the most important part of our day, which oh, is man. obviously music. By the way... And we're not a, fucking around today. By, as a teaser, I have not heard one of these songs or both of these songs. Uh, I believe just... I think I sent you the first... You sent me the first one, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And by the way, LP, once again, come on, son. I, dude. Come on, son. Dude. That ack, ack, ack line, yeah. dude. Come on, son. And to be clear, like, due to... This, this album's not due for... Uh, until like the end of April, I They're believe, or maybe it. even like the first of May. Well, this is the new um, thing everybody's But doing. he's like, you know, my people need some shit. So well, he's just throwing it up. This, uh, Joyner Lucas did the same thing. Eminem did the same thing, where this is kind of becoming a thing where people are releasing a single every few days. And then once the album's out, they're putting out the album. Yeah. In, in and of itself. Well, and in classic RTJ uh, uh, tradition. So we're talking about Run the Jewels, y'all, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. We tried to tell um, you it was coming. I know. We tried to warn um, y'all. We're gonna when we come back from break, you're gonna hear these these first two songs. Uh, this album will be released in its entirety, basically for free. Oh, a hundred percent. Because these guys don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. And by the way, buy they're their- still gonna sell a million. Right. Right. You know what I you mean? You know what you do, guys? But if you want it... Buy their merch. Buy That's their merch. That's where they make their money. Buy Go their see merch. them on tour. Oh, man. And by I the mean, way, the, follow the fucking lives. Killer Mike and LP on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You talk about great follows. Well, Killer, what funny, smart, Killer, awesome dudes. I, I try to say Killer Mike is one of the smartest dudes walking around right now. And LP is one of the baddest dudes walking around right now. Bad motherfucker. I mean, Fuck with you, him. You're talking about when he's making all the beats and doing all the... I mean... Come on, man. I, these guys, I'm so upset that we could not see these guys with Rage Against a Machine on the East Coast. Because oh. we're, we're, it would have cost us two, three grand just to go watch one show. For sure. And trust me, if I had the income for that, I that would be the first show I'd go see. Um, but that being said, if RTJ is anywhere close to us... Um, especially after this, I feel this this uh, this outbreak that we're experiencing right now has only solidified the fact that I feel like shit for not seeing bands that I know I could have. I know I could have seen certain bands, and I went eh, right, eh, and I should have just pulled the trigger. And you seen, ham, you ha, dude. Yeah. I should, and so I'm gonna remember this going forward. So uh, I know LP and Killer Mike are friends of the podcast. So hey guys, thank you, and we'll see you next time you're in Colorado. Absolutely, man. Or, or and, the uh, Kirk. When we get back from break, we'll uh, we'll discuss our our next flavor of press. Yes, our and next then we're gonna and while we drink this, we're gonna listen to some fucking RTJ. Fuck yeah, let's do that. We ready? We back. All right, we're back, guys. Uh, we're just ruminating on everything, which is kind of what we, <laughs> As we have do. a tendency to do. Um, we did want to impart a couple tips for the apocalypse. 
Because I know you guys are... Oh, are, you are going to do that now or we, we we save that to the end? Oh, we're going to save it for the end. I'm sorry. We're, you're going to have to wait, dude. You're going to have to... We're going to talk We some, do, though. We got a couple of sweet tips. We got a couple of really helpful <laughs> This things. is useful shit. Very useful. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk a little Muzak. Yeah. Um, I was thinking... So they dropped a couple of different tracks. Um, yes. And we're, of course, talking about Run the Jewels. And when we say Run the Jewels, we're talking about... Uh, uh, LP and and Killer Mike. Yep, um, and we we we've talked a lot about Run the Jewels before, like in just this, that, and the other. We obviously played the Three Tears track, which had Run the Jewels on it. Uh, by the way, if you guys don't, I, let me inform some of our white listeners. Um, <laughs> what Run the Jewels means is like back in the day when when fools would like like punk you and um, try to you know hit you up and essentially mug you. They would tell you to run your pockets, like, you know, give me your shit or run that chain, like, give me your chain, run, you know, run your pockets and, you know, give me everything in your pockets. So run the jewels is basically give me those, you know, give me that, give me those, give me those jewels. Um, a lot of people then kind of ha- don't know what that means, which is very weird. I talked to a guy that he was totally confused about what that meant. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so I thought I'd give some clarification. LP um, famously is from one of the most... Um, well-regarded hip-hop duos of all time called Company Flow. Uh, Company Flow put out an album that is in the top 20 of hip-hop classic albums of all time called Fun Crusher Plus. Um, one of my favorite. I still listen to Fun Crusher Plus. That was back in 95, and it still bangs. Um, he also started a label called Definitive Jux, Def Jux, where he was a producer and an artist and brought on a Bunch of fools, Danny Brown being one of them. We talked about Mr. Motherfucking Esquire last week. Um, there, he's brought on a bunch of talented guys. Famously, brought on Aesop for Aesop, a while. Dos, 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 racist. Um, it, it, he's got a ton of really good guys in his camp, um, and still, Definitive Jux is still up and going. He had an idea after listening to Mike uh, to do work for Mike. That's how they kind of met. He was making beats, and then this whole thing organically happened. Full disclosure, they didn't even think anything was going to come of it. They just wanted to fuck around, and then all of a sudden, Run the Jewels happened and became an international phenomenon, an internet sensation, and slowly became like the darlings of hip-hop for, you know, right off the bat. I mean, boy, they just do not pass go. Just fucking killed it right off the bat with their first album. They've done three albums. So this is the first couple singles off their fourth album, which are calling episode four, I think. Episode four, yeah. Um, from what I understand. Um, but, dude, I mean, I, Bobby and I the other week were in fucking in a little drinking hole that we like to, to, to frequent. And because they got pool tables and you can play your own music on the jukebox and they've got all Run the Jewels. And, man... Until you've been drunk dancing around with a pool cue listening to Run the Jewels in, in oh. the middle of a bunch of rednecks, you haven't lived. You haven't. Yeah. You haven't lived. And they do banger after banger. It's uh, This is one of those hip-hop groups that even people that don't like hip-hop per se enjoy. Well, like, I mean, like, think, think about the tune. The track they did with DJ Shadow has become so ubiquitous. Oh, my God. Like, to the point where, like, Nobody I almost move. hate that fucking song now. Nobody move. Because, like, they have... 
Baby it's, it's on everything. Dude, they they famously did a track on one of your favorite movies, Baby Driver. Yes. They did the fucking title track of on course. that. Um, they've become darlings. Like, they're no longer an underground band by any no. stretch, but I will still rep no. them. Definitely I, a little, like, backpacky yeah, kind of, you know. started off that way, but you know, they've just become... But now they're bigger than shit. And I couldn't be happier for those boys. Um, Absolutely. Uh, they deserve it. LP's been in the game for 30 years. And yeah. Mike's been in the game a long time, too. Um, in fact, when I post this, I'll even throw up a link to their tiny music, tiny desk. Uh, which was NPR fun as fuck. It's super fun. And it was hilarious because they're fucking up during the songs and stuff. Yeah. They're just... They're just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, Mike especially. Yeah, oh, he yeah. drops lines. They're and just bucket. laughing yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. And you know, they they literally they did this as not, I don't want to say they didn't take it seriously because they're musicians, so they take their shit seriously. But by no means were they coming out trying to be like hard ass gangster. Like, nope. This was all about them just being MCs and having fun and putting out good music. So I'm, I'm and that's really, all they've done. I'm really interested in hearing. I've heard the one. Are you gonna play the one? So I've we'll heard play first? the one that you've heard first. Okay. This is um, we're gonna listen to Yankee and the Brave. Yankee and the Brave. Um, this, I, I, I think I sent you the text saying that this one really claps. Like, it's got that kind of... Oh, for sure. Yeah. They've got some really... This one, I will say, I, I listened to it originally um, on my phone because I was so excited to hear it. And then later, I was at Rex's house and I listened to it on her system. Right. But she has a great house system. And even then, I'm like, I need to hear these in headphones. Oh, yeah. Because there's so much shit going on underneath the track. There's so much layering of samples and shit that was going on that I know I'm not going to pick it all up until I get it no loud doubt. in headphones. So no I'm doubt. very stoked. Very cool. stoked to do that. All right. So let's check out Yankee and the Brave. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a beast back. Power crack a craft magic, big daddy smoking big tally in a black, alley in a black. Granddaddy rolling down, old natty how, napping Maddie as a black. Granddaddy all back, no cabin fat black. Both captain stay floating, no flapping wave runner. I'm a gunner, I'm a head your block hot as a sauna all summer. And I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama. I'ma terrorize the actors playing like they want some drama. I'ma chop em with a chopper till I motherfucking drop em. Drop em, drop em. Snag addict, I'm mad when the black is fabric. I'm back, I'm magically back in the dash when I duckin' rattle that tax. I'm running the truck over sucker shit. Matter of fact, it's the acid, even the crack. Automatic facts, it's like that. Jesus, dude. I know. It's such a banger, dude. God damn it. God I'm going to play it. too much of that probably and get us in trouble, but I don't care. Um, I don't think they're going to mind for sure. Um, they're all about it. But, um, dude, it's just, it's funny at this point. They, they, it feels like they've been out for no time. And at the same time, they've been out for a long time. Um, they are so run the jewels at this point. Like those guys have their, they've, and, and, and kind of, quite frankly, have had their own sound from, from the get-go. But they are so becoming somebody that you instantly listen and and you know the voices and you know the mood and you Dude. know the vibe. They're so goddamn good, man. And LP is just a goddamn nightmare, dude. Um, Mike's like that's always been my thing. I gra always gravitate towards L just because I've heard him my whole life, kind of. Right. Uh, but Mike, <clears throat> we talked about on three tiers. That was Mike's song. That, no doubt. That was his verse. Yeah. This is this and he's is, got those. This is LP. 
And the cool thing about LP is he's so like because LP does the production, he does the yeah, he does everything. He does everything. Yeah, and he's so cool. Like he will let Mike have his oh, tracks for sure, dude. Like, I mean, this is yours, dude. He's a very kind of I mean, in the in a world of braggadocious, uh, self-serving MCs, which is what right. MCing is. Like that's part of being it's part an of the MC. game. He's always been so humble and background and. He's always talking. He's a hip hop historian. Like right. yep. he's he's a very educated dude, um, and knew at an early age that this is what he wanted to do, and it's just turned it into obvious. I there are, there are guys that sometimes when they hit big, I I, I grimace or I clench my teeth because I'm like, fuck that guy, dude. He is not one of them. I couldn't be happier at their success. Like, Absolutely, they man. deserve every bit of it, man. What what's this next? Well, one? Okay. I haven't heard this one. So talk to me a little bit, because you're the dude. Uh, talk to me a little bit about <laughs> Greg Nice. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. Give me a little Greg Nice, and then okay. we got to talk Premiere. Okay. DJ Premiere. There you s- Okay. DJ Premiere, let's start with the easy one. We've talked about Primo. We have. Um, one half, uh, only living member, I should say, unfortunately, of Gangstar. Yep. Gangstar being one of the most respected uh, groups of all time in hip-hop. Um, Primo's gone on to produce, oh, I don't know, everybody. Um, literally, if there's a good artist out there that's an MC, he's produced a track for them. Um, one of the best regarded producers of all time, and he's a super great DJ. Um, just as far as cutting and mixing, he right. the kid's talented. You can see sets of his online um, from like uh, different like boiler room sets and shit of Primo. That guy's got mad skills. But as a producer, again, Primo sounds like Primo. A hundred percent. You can pull one of his tracks out of an album. Um, the other guy, Greg Nice, that's on the... I haven't heard this yet. <laughs> I, know, Greg, I know, I'm excited. You're Greg Nice <laughs> is one half of a team called Nice and Smooth. Yep. Back in the late 80s, mid 80s. Uh, nice and Smooth was like... <laughs> almost, they were almost... I don't want to say comedy, kind of a comedy thing, because that was the style of the times. But they have this one, their biggest hit was called uh, Dwick, with, that was produced by Primo and had uh, and had Guru on it. Um, uh, Dwick's a famous, that's, I say, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Dude, um, dude, here's how it goes, I'm kind of fiendish, you mean this. Dude, Greg, nicest with the other track they had was Hip Hop Junkies. Um, which was a, just a silly song, dude. And Greg Nice, you'll know when you hear him. Because he always raps like this. <laughs> like, he's fucking hilarious, dude. Um, so I can't wait to hear this. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, uh, how you're the gonna, fuck is you're this going to work? You're going to fucking love this hook. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope Greg Nice doing the hook, too. Oh, and by the way, the track is called... Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Homie. And once again, guys, this is going to be coming out on RTJ4 probably in May, is my guess. Let's hope. Uh, but Al hasn't announced. He's He just keeps saying probably late spring. Okay. Um, but he is so fucking cool, man, that he's dropping these tracks. Dude, and in the meantime, he's like, doing, when like When we I said, need you. Oh, I, all I want to do is hear this. You know, And, and, and if I, 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 I'm not going to have my hot girl summer anymore, dude. You know what I mean? You know? Right? I was planning on this being the soundtrack of 2020 summer. Like, this was my plan going forward. <laughs> no, we forward. need it now. We need it A podcalypse. A podcalypse, dude. How about a little ooh-la-la? Let's get it ooh-la-la. Ooh la la, 
Looking for M's like I lost a friend Jump out of my bed like where the bread You go hold the egg, way to bring the check When we talk, we collision the car Keep us in your thoughts, fully dressed at the crack of dawn Weapons heading off, I can hear them from the block See them creeping through the fog Season's greetings, not feeding season can start Oh my god, look alive, looking like I live life on a crooked line Doing fine, you want maximum stupid, I am the guy First of all, fuck the fucking law We is fucking raw, stay top talk Oceans on the half jail, switch your ball Life a bitch and the pussy feet Still fuck the wall, I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog Ha 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 Oh dirty bastard, go in your jaw Shimmy shimmy y'all, got the shimmy in the Dude, wow. Is it possible wow. that like these dudes can actually go four albums in a row with each one like on a positive arc? Wow. Like no wow. fall off, Dude, that, for sure that tr- But that track. they might be getting better that track is, <laughs> dude. And RTJ three for me was their best album. Oh, I know dude, a lot of people no think doubt. two was, but for me, I think as far oh. as a composition, three was just masterfully. Just they're they're conceptually done. Boy, man, like even is, throwaway tracks on three were amazing. We're, we're better than you know what I mean. Like Stay most, Gold is such a goofy throwaway track, but it's and so it's good. Such a God, fucking so great good. track, um, dude. <laughs> yeah. that track. And using the Dwick shit that I was talking yeah. about, that's Greg Nice verse on Dwick, where that ooh la la wee wee. I said Muhammad Ali. What was it? Ooh la la <laughs> wee wee. You said Muhammad Ali. I say Clash is wait Clash is clay. You say butter. I say parquet. It's all right <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Dude, that shit is so dope. Um, boy, the 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 piano drop in that is just mean as fuck. Oh There's yeah. Some dope ass like off tempo claps and. Boy, that was just that felt grimy, dude. Like yep. usually their shit was getting kind of almost sexy and um, really kind of elegantly composed, almost on RTJ three. That was that has like a different dirt, sound dude. to it. That sounds like you're in a jeep, yeah. dude, just banging for down sure. the street, dude. Um, good on you, boys. God damn it, I can't wait for this album to drop because I love listening to LP's production in context of the album. Definitely. He has now I'm not saying that one track begets the other begets the other type nope. of conceptually, but it's interesting how he where he decides to put his bangers versus his interludes because he's been doing this for so long and he's been doing it successfully for so long. I want to know what he was thinking while he was I doing know. it. He's almost like Rob Gordon making a fucking mixtape. Yeah, dude, dude. Dude, I mean, dude, the guy Rob Gordon. Well, <laughs> some fidelity shout out shit, dude. Um, thought you knew, or thought, some Zoe. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, whatever Rob Gordon you prefer, God, man. She's a snack. you a Cusack uh, Rob Gordon or she's you a, a Zoe? She's a snack. I'm still snack, a Cusack Rob. Gordon. I, I know. I will always be. Oh, but, but boy, is she. I've fun to never look at. identified more with a character in a movie ever. Than fucking than Rob Gordon. No, they're you're basically the same guy. I'm kind of that. Asshole. You're basically the same guy with also all the OCD weird shit. Too. No, I'm a problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god, yeah. dude. And I'll put my top five together eventually. Eventually, but, uh, never all... happened. Oof. It interchanges. <laughs> it interchanges. Uh, it's fluid. Yeah, you go in and out of the top five sometimes. I, I do. <laughs> but uh, no, that fucking that was uh, everything that I wanted it to be, and I knew it was going to be a banger. And I love how they gave props to Greg Nice even though he didn't do a goddamn thing didn't do a thing ooh la la we, which he had already recorded but he probably re-recorded it I would him. hope right like um, that, I think yeah. so because it it, it doesn't felt, quite it felt like it was a hotter recording on this anyway so I don't know but um, god damn dude I know 
God damn, dude. I'm, I'm so happy right now. We could I'm, like, we've never done the deep dive on RTJ. We, no. we, they always come up. No, and they were actually one of those. I mean, Company Flow is one of those albums when we kind of, when we do <laughs> a deep dive on albums, like when Bobby and I are bringing you stuff that we love that hopefully you've never heard before, that's definitely on my top five of all time of albums. Like, have you heard this? Uh, um, because if you haven't, it's life altering. That's you, like, there's you got to like, get on that. There's like 19 tracks on that album. Yeah. And they're all bangers um it's incredible but anyway um god damn go as soon as this is available guys go buy a shirt go go to their website and buy a shirt or a beanie or whatever and i'll um when i post this uh later i will go ahead and just upload the youtube links for all this these songs are both available on itunes they're both they're both on spotify like they weren't even streaming up until like Fuck, man, I think it was like six months ago or Dude, some Dude, I shit. know, I f- because I found uh, Yankee and the Brave last night, because I was like, yeah. yo, you got to listen to the right. new RTJ. Um, so I know it took they're three albums there. to even get them on like Spotify. Exactly, which is weird. Really yeah, super fucking strange. weird. But they're but, out there now. But dude, so. some of their merch, if you go, I uh, signed up for their shit, but they have like, they've, they were one of the first guys that came out there. There was an RTJ Rick and Morty shirt that they put out that was uh, fire. Dude. They do Christmas fucking sweaters. They do, they do really, sh- they do shit that they want to wear and that is, it looks dope. It's not corny. It's not right. poorly made. Like I own some of their shit and it's fucking, dude, it's some, I, I, I don't wear it just cause I don't want to wear it out cause it's so dope. Um, right. <laughs> but, but dude, go, go support those guys. They're doing good music in a very bad time. Um, so yeah, yeah. but anyway, that's and they're cool. fully cognizant of the bad time. Oh, they know. Like th- this is not unintentional. No, no. They, and they're I, dropping this stuff to make people feel better. And there's a lot of people out there. Um, another, another hip hop kind of legend, even though he wasn't a legend, but his crew was, uh, fucking D nice of BDP. Um, Famously just did a nine hour DJ set that was all strange. Jesus, wow. And they posted all the tracks. It was 700 tracks or something wow. like that. And he did a nine hour consecutive DJ set. And I'm, when I see DJ, I don't mean like you kids when you hit play on your laptop hit and shuffle. walk away. Um, <laughs> he DJed on wheels for nine hours, dude. It was amazing. And the set list is Everything from Shalimar to fucking... Jesus. I mean, it was just... He went through funk, soul, hip-hop, rock. Like, it was beautiful. So, wow. there are some artists out there doing really cool work. I know there are more... I think they're going to start doing comedy shows streamed pretty soon um, for, for people. I think this is the time... Uh, somebody famously said it. It was like, this is the time when you start to see all the creativity. Yeah, um, no doubt. This is uh, this is where artists start making art because this is how you respond to ordeals. Absolutely, is, man. You make art, man. And hopefully, this was at least a maybe not artistic, but at least it was fun for us and hopefully fun for you guys. Because oh, yeah. we're gonna be back on Sunday doing the whiskey real shit. Um, yeah, right. yep. uh, Hopefully, we'll have our little buddy with us. But if not. The train rolls yeah. on, man. Um, I, I think he probably he said he probably was not doing this Sunday, but I think we're gonna get him back really soon. Okay, um, but we're gonna keep plugging. No, um, we're gonna keep doing it, man. The handsome boys are never going away because so. that's what we do, man. We hope you guys enjoy that. Please. Well, you got some advice, little, oh, uh, dude. Jesus, I keep jumping the gun, dog. Why don't do you want to open up? Or do you want to do you want to wrap it up? Oh well, no, I, no, I don't care, man. Like you, we both have solid. All right, I'll open of up. I'll leave yours. Okay. I think your your point has as. Tons of merit to it. So we're going to give you some tips for the apocalypse. Um, And my first tip is 
you know, and maybe not the most important tip, but definitely up there, top 10, is, um, you know that one dirty girl, that nasty broad that you've never banged because you were scared? Um, this is the time, boys. Now's the time. Raw dog it, dude. You go down to your alley, you kick that dumpster, you wake that bitch up, and you raw dog it as fast as possible because you may never get another chance. And quite frankly, how long does it take for the gonorrhea to kick in? All right, you know. Weeks? Days. Days. Great. Great. This could all be fucked off in days. For sure. And then what would that venereal disease feel like? <laughs> Wouldn't you feel stupid? Blip on the radar. Yeah, blip on the radar, dude. So that means raw dog the ratchet. Yeah. Apocalypse tip number one. I like that. Okay. I like that a lot. Bobby. Mine's similar. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Uh, similar? Similar? Um, I was thinking about like... A lot of people are at home alone, so you're probably masturbating. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's going to happen. Oh, you're you're going to touch yourself. Yep. Um, you're going to be on your iPad, you know, going to the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the mood's going to strike. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a moment when you have the thought like, well, shit, I should probably use a little hand sanitizer. <laughs> Maybe even to bring this about yeah. to, to bring this to fruition right my recommendation would be you got that little that little jar of silicone lube yeah it's on your it's we on all, your nightstand you have it you got it you got it um if it's water-based fine but <laughs> silicone i think is probably going to be better um I think start off coat coat yourself with a little bit of that silicone lube before you say we don't want tearing we don't no. want chafing no. we don't want any broken skin because no. I'll tell you what hand sanitizer when it gets under open skin <laughs> not friendly at all um, I would also one more piece of advice I would start base up yeah because as you pointed out earlier you don't want to work that tip. Because you don't want to start firing missiles right down that uh, hole in the Death Star. Because <laughs> that shit's going to hurt, man. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember what the Death Star looked like after it blew up? Uh, yeah, that's your that's your dick. That's your dick now, boy. That's your dick. That's your dick now, boys. God, masturbation um, is so different for men and women. It's so different. Um, oh, boy, is it. Uh, <laughs> by virtue of we have to. Um, <laughs> oh, they have to too. Oh, I know. I, I, I keep. Everybody's got to open the valve. I kid. I or you kid. end up in the paper eventually. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, there's nobody to enforce any laws. Oh so, dude. God, we uh, yeah. we are in Road Warrior times. Yeah, dude, we're going Fury Road. Yeah, now, dude. full Fury Road. Full Fury Road. Um, guys, we're gonna be back. Well, you'll hear us Monday, but we'll be back Sunday. Do some more risky, risky wheel. Yeah, little that little risky wheel steez, uh, dude. Um. You know, we're going to do what we're going to do for the next few days. Do me a favor, guys. Um, take care of each other. Be generous with each other. And uh, be safe. Um, yeah. Just be safe, man, Absolutely, at this point man. in time. Just be safe. And don't forget your apocalypse tips because we're going to have more for you next week. Yeah. But, absolutely. But man. I think if you start there, that's a pretty solid start. Primus is closed. 